Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. What a beautiful skyline here in New York City as we get started on a Wednesday. And more importantly, the Fantasy Football Marathon here at ESPN continues as we have full coverage for you, of course. We'll talk it more today during during the show, and we encourage you to sign up and play right now. ESPN.com slash FFL, or you just get the ESPN Fantasy app. It's the easiest way to do it. Get it on your phone. You can manage your team right there on the phone. It is the number one fantasy app in the world, and of course, it's completely Free key. What was your biggest value as a fantasy player? Do you did you ever track that stuff as a player? No, you care about I didn't. that stuff. I didn't at all. I just it, you know I didn't pay attention to it. Really, it was it was really it wasn't really an app back when you were playing. No, I don't too. think it was an app. It might have been. Who knows? But I know it was a big thing, right? Fantasy football. You go out somewhere in a restaurant. Somebody tell you you did great for them, and you go out somewhere else, and a couple weeks later, somebody <laughs> said you didn't help me. So. You know, I get it. I understand it. It's right. fun to play. I don't play it much, but I get it. It's different for players. Like, like it's a different thing for players. For for fans, it's something where you it, – it's a couple of things for fans, in my opinion. It, it's A, it's fun because you – it's your team. You kind of put together a group. It's, it's you feel like a bit of a general manager. It's a way you can uh, see how to manage a roster and understand how that stuff goes in a week-by-week thing. You scout a little bit. Who are they playing? <laughs> You know, all that stuff. No, it's a lot of – you really do put a lot of time in. It's also fun because it's another way you can trash talk your friends. You know, when my team that I root for might suck, but my fantasy team's good. You know, I, I, I feel good about players, that. I think a lot of players, though, because you play for real, not for fantasy, you know. You focus so much on who's actually it's good. Really, it's really about playing the game and yeah. not a bunch of numbers. Cause, you know, because a guy can have great fantasy numbers and a team could suck. Right. Right? I mean, it's – It just gets you through a season. It's also a way – you get to know the league a lot better, too, this way because you really have to put in that kind of research. So, once again, we'll have Field Yates on with us. We'll have Stefania Bell on with us, and we'll carry you through as the Fantasy Football Marathon continues. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number, of course, to join the conversation at Key JNZ on Twitter. And, and Key, um, in real news in, in the NFL, is uh, the signing of Jamal Adams, who we talked about this, I, I think, a little bit yesterday as – Jamal Adams and the Seahawks were, you know, in an impasse over his contracts. And as I watched your skin crawl, <clears throat> as you mentioned, Jamal Adams and his contract. Why would my skin crawl about because that? Because he's man? a former I, I, jet that got moved. Yeah, but he was – it worked – look, that trade worked out for everybody, and that doesn't always happen. The Jets weren't ready to pay. They just weren't ready to have a safety as their highest paid well, that's player not, that wasn't in a rebuild. Your, that wasn't you and Evan's gripe, though. What was the gripe? E-dub, as I like to call him. <laughs> the gripe is that he was, it was always an issue. Wherever he goes, it was an issue. He went to Seattle, it was an issue because he wanted new money. As I, and as I told you, he's going to get his money. He's going to get that. Clearly. The Jets didn't want to give it to him. They talked about giving it to him, and then whatever they did, they decided not to, and they traded him. And so, because you guys are huge Jet fans, it just seemed like, you know, it was right. one of those things. That's all. Right. All. all right, first of all, let, let's, let's explain why it's one of those things that would make your skin crawl. It's, it's not him getting paid. It's, it's the whole act. It's, and I, I, I'm sure he had to do this to get out of there. But that whole thing, 
the complaining, you know, just he, he made it all about himself, staying away from the team, trashing the Jets, all that stuff. Like, you just it, – it's, it's unbecoming. I'm sorry. It's unbecoming. <laughs> I, it wasn't something where I was, like, rooting for the guy. I just was like, oh, give me a break, man. Like, come on. Like, the way he was acting, but I guess he had to do it to get traded. And he eventually did. He and, and then he eventually got paid. Jamal wouldn't have wanted to get traded if they gave him a, a contract. Yeah, right. right. And you all think that would would that have been a good business decision? Uh, uh, all they had to do was make him the highest paid safety in the oh, league. Oh yeah, what a great decision that would be. You talk about Jets going to Jet. I think, I think it would have been great if they could have kept him. But I think both sides won in this situation. Seattle got what they wanted. Yeah, they needed a, a, a difference maker on the back end of their defense. They certainly got one in Jamal. Uh, he just got to stay healthy. He missed four games last year. He's been in and out of the lineup throughout his career because of his style of play. He's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. The Jets got two number one picks. Great for them. Yeah, won, won this past draft, which they packaged to move up to get Elijah Vera Tucker, who's going to be a, a you know hopefully anyway another yeah uh, you know long time piece of an offensive line that they're rebuilding. And then of course they have next year's first round pick from Seattle as well that they could use. So they have a lot of first round picks. They got two out of this deal, and the Seahawks got uh, Jamal at seventy two million max value, a twenty million dollars signing bonus. Thirty eight of it is guaranteed out of the seventy two, and um, you know it keeps him there now through twenty twenty five, and it ge- it keeps him there as What's- part of a defense that they are also trying to rebuild there with him as a big part of what they're doing going forward. What's great about this deal for him, though, is it's a short deal. It's only four years. It's not long. They'll see him again in two to three years yeah. <laughs> and give new money again. That's the, that's the beauty of the deal. A lot of people aren't really focused in on that. They're just looking at the total value of the contract. He's getting 20 of it in yeah, the signing gonna, bonus. No, well, he'll get 20 of it in the signing bonus, but 38, I believe 36 of it, Will be paid out to him in the first by two years. Spring. That's right. Of next season, the first day of the new league year yeah. in yeah. March. Yeah, in March. So he'll he get will get another right to twenty, like another and then another sixteen. 16. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good so business for good, him. Good deal. Yeah, good deal for him. Good business for him. Good, good job always by his agents, Kevin Conner, Robert Brown. You always want present present value. Well, speaking of value, and again, I'll get to something that Jamal said, too. If you're a Seahawks fan, you'll love it. And I'll say this, too. Knowing Jamal as the years he spent in New York is that he really good. He's really good at the sound bites. Like, he, he can get you excited with some things that he says. He, he's, he's a, a football really player. good talker. But one thing the Seahawks made sure to do is not, not make sure that he, he would not get a, a higher annual average than Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner is a future Hall of Famer. Like he's still going to be, he's still their best defensive player. Right now, right yes. now. Jamal will eventually surpass him on that, but this could be uh, the second coming of the Legion of Boom. Akilo Weatherspoon came over from San Francisco, who's a big, long cornerback that played for the, for the Niners for a couple years out of Colorado. A lot of Richard Sherman in him. And now you bring in a Jamal. Now you bring in a Jamal Adams. And Jamal Adams got a, a lot of, Cam Chancellor, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was the other safety? Um, oh, God, the, the other safety they had in Seattle for all those years that was part of the Legion of Boom. Earl Thomas. He's got a lot of Earl Thomas in him. So when you look at that, that's just the start of a little piece of the puzzle that could turn into some great things. And you mentioned Bobby Wagner. But what they got to do is they got to get some pass rush up front. Mm-hmm. They can't use pass rush out of the secondary 
because that's what they did with Jamal Adams. He, uh, he led the team in sacks. He was right. the best pass rusher a year ago, and you certainly don't want that out of your secondary. That's his strength. He's not great in coverage, but he's terrific. Oh, at, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Line me up on him. <laughs> Take numbers. Well, uh, speaking of what you mentioned, too, uh, another version of the Legion of Boom, that's exactly what Jamal Adams talked about uh, when it comes to what they're trying to create in Seattle. You know, we're always watching, you know, the old film and, and understanding what came before us. You know, we have a tremendous respect for those guys. We have to put those guys in their own category, our own mm -hmm. lane. We got our own mission that we're, we're fighting. We're not trying to be like them. Mm -hmm. um, we're just trying to, you know, do the, do the best we can and uh, bring the energy, bring the flow back, the juice, the swagger. And, you know, bring back a little of the, the Legion of Boom, man, maybe part two. That's going to be Jamal important. needs to work on his hands, too, by the way. He can't catch a cold in Alaska on a rainy day. That's why I play DB, though. You just want him hitting people. You want him being no, instructor. No, I want you him want to him. catch the ball because they're going to throw it his way. Yeah. Earl, oh, Thomas, okay. Earl, Earl Thomas caught the ball. Yeah. He was fabulous at getting interceptions. Jamal, for some reason, Jamal likes to drop the ball. I don't know if he likes to do it. I don't know. He just <laughs> it got just happens. Stone hands. But still, with that offense and the potential of what it can be, right, with Russell Wilson, what can um, – what can their defense – I mean, their defense just has to be capable? Like, like what, what, what does their defense have to be? I think their defense needs to improve. The second half of the season, they certainly improved, but I think the offense from, for Seattle kind of gave them an opportunity by slowing things down, where in the first half of the season, the offense was throwing the ball all over the place, then they got into a little bit of a turnover funk and put the defense in a bad position. And the defensive side – of the ball was kind of growing. They they picked up uh, Jamal. They got him. He was trying to learn. Then he missed a little bit of time. Uh, I forgot who else was it. Carlos Dansby that they picked up from Cincinnati. That was a little bit of a learning curve for him. Rasheen Green was a young player, defensive tackle, defensive end that, that was coming along. So when you start to look at the way that that defense started to gel, it, they just ran out of time. I think Ken Norton – will start to get them to play a little bit better earlier this year than they did last. Yeah, I mean, their defense, again, if they're just capable with that offense, that could be a really good team. And obviously what is a very tough division, right? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. All right, so uh, coming up now, more news in the NFL after Jamal Adams now is added, and that's all taken care of. What you have now is, is on the East Coast, you have a team that moved on from a franchise player, from a franchise quarterback, but they have the replacement, and yet they have yet to decide whether or not, or at least announce whether or not he is QB1. Why not? What is going on in Philadelphia? We'll discuss that coming up next after Key has this. Finding the perfect hire can feel like searching for a needle in the bottomless haystack of resumes. Indeed makes hiring fast and simple with 135 skill tests to help candidates prove they have the experience your job requires. Their powerful hiring platform even helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site, which is probably why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to TalentNest. To learn more about finding your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. I think you need to see just a little bit more of what you saw, which was a guy who looked supremely confident. You have to be optimistic about it all, right? It's about how you see it. Um, is the glass half empty or is it half full? Are we executing? Are we doing the things that we need to do?
This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back. So, yes, around the NFL, we talk about a lot of different quarterback situations. And in one place in Philadelphia, they made a change. They had a young quarterback. They thought he was the franchise. They paid him as such. But then they moved on from him. That's Carson Wentz. And last year, Key, when the Eagles made this change, when they finally did, when Doug Peterson finally made the change, it's Jalen Hurts. It was felt like, well, he, he's not Carson Wentz. But there's more to Jalen Hurts than just the fact that he wasn't Carson Wentz. There's, a, there's that faith in him that his teammates showed they love him in the huddle there's a lot of things about him and in fact as the eagles and patriots are having their combined uh workouts yeah. right during training camp mm-hmm. uh, he's done really well like he's looked good people have been uh, reporting about how good he has looked so far but let's make this straight talk part right straight talk wireless we had sal palantonio on yesterday and he has been around that camp and he t- took note of the fact that Nick Sirianni, the new head coach of the Eagles, just refuses to name Hertz his QB1. Nick Sirianni, for some reason, Key, I don't understand it, has not publicly said or refuses to publicly pronounce that Jalen Hurts is the Eagles starting quarterback. I don't get it. No one believes Sirianni, not the players, <laughs> not the organization, not the fans, nobody. I, to me, he's just perpetuating uh, this fiction and to me, it only cuts into his own credibility. It's a misguided approach, in my opinion. And if you're asking me if there's any chance that Joe Flacco beats out a healthy Jalen Hurts, any chance, and I would say zero, period, full stop, next sentence, no way. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Sal. Oh, but no, he, he's... no one believes. <laughs> he doesn't even believe it. He's the head coach. So... It's the most bizarre thing. But that's what they do. They're not – it's training camp. Sal knows this. They're not going to tell – they just – that's just what they want to do. They want everything to be a mystery and just kind of – you know, it was very easy to go, Kyler Murray is the starting quarterback. We drafted him number one overall, and we traded Josh Rosen, by the way, who just got cut Yeah, we'll talk about Josh Rosen. So, when you think about it, that's easy, right? If Cliff Kingsbury started to play that game, then people would be like, what are you doing? Jalen Hurts' situation is such that he only started five games for them or four games for them last year. 
And they brought in a veteran in Joe Flacco, and Sal is right. He's not starting over Jalen Hurts. It's just not going to happen. And the fact that Flacco was, you know, shredding two, you know, threes and yeah, fours in the preseason game. I mean, Let's that's not easy. get carried away about yeah. that. No, it's not going to happen. The, but I understand where, why the coach wants to keep the young man interested in the opportunity to start at quarterback. Because if he names him the starter, he may feel like that Jalen Hurts is not going to continue to show progress, that all of a sudden, because he doesn't know him. And if you don't know somebody, you, you, you want to kind of gauge everything. Like, if he, he doesn't know him. Well, let me, let me, all right, so, so my good friend Jordan Schultz was, tweeted this the other day. He said that there's a fast-growing sentiment among the Eagles players that Jalen Hurts is undoubtedly the franchise quarterback. His work ethic, intangibles, and overall skill level have captured the entire locker room. Yes. Players I've spoken to, spoken with, are consistently blown away by Hurts on and off the field. So yeah. as Sal said, though, Sirianni's a first-year coach. Yeah. Does this hurt his credibility in the locker room by not doing it? The players nah. are like, what is this guy doing? Like, no, man. because they, all, they understand that he is a coach. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to beat you in the head on this. He's a coach. He's not going to tell you anything. He wants to hold something back so he has something to talk about when he goes to the podium after game two of the preseason against the New England Patriots, whatever day that is, Tuesday, Wednesday, and say, oh, Jalen Hurts is our starting quarterback. He'll be starting game one. Mm -hmm. He wants to be – if he does that now, he doesn't have anything to give you after the Patriots game. That's what they do. I don't need you to give me anything. But I just they, need you to be just be straight about it. like we, we all see it. We all know. Yeah, but they. How many times have we had this conversation? I know, we all just, see it. it yeah. We all know. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And this this same conversation I had last year with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. Nick Foles got hurt, and Matt Nagy. Well, I don't know who. No, you do know who you're gonna start. You're getting ready to start Mitch damn Trubisky, so stop trying to play you know that game. You know what's funny about this, though? And now I see why you want to beat me over the head. Because the same thing but opposite is going on in New England, where Bill Belichick is telling you who QB1 is, and we're like, yeah, we don't believe you. <laughs> so I guess, I guess in a way you make a point is that no matter what you say, we're going to have our own conclusion from it. Yes. That's probably what this is about. I don't know. I Sal saying it with the and the way he said it about the credibility but, but, factor but also, and why are we playing this game? Why is this charade of this guy? We know but he's also, your quarterback. Just Sal say. is Philly. Oh yeah, and he doesn't have time for the head coach to be playing games yeah, with him. Right. Just I am Philly. <laughs> I'll run your ass out of town. That, that's and that's true about Sal. Yeah. He got he he's in the building. Yep. He's gonna get all the information. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just tell him. Yeah, yeah. let me know. Yeah, like, just tell him. Yeah, don't play games with me, Sonny. Yeah, that, that's probably what that's about. But still, very interesting and also a, a story certainly to watch in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, very popular with his teammates. There's no doubt about that. It's that's his all head it coach. Take, man. Yeah. You got to remember what I keep Clear. telling you, Al. It's all it takes is for your teammates to go, yeah, that dude right there. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, I like the way his – I like the way he walks around here. It just it just feels right. And it was he's so different personality wise in the huddle compared to Carson. I remember Wentz. when I was young then, but I remember when Vinny Testaverde first took over the Jets. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, I like I just like the way yeah, he looked. Yeah, there was yeah from Glenn Foley to him when, when he because remember Vinny was the backup. Vinny was the backup, and then he became but the starter. You knew he was right. Team. Yeah. You could tell. All right, that was Straight Talk brought by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So more quarterback conversations and more.
Coming up, will Justin Fields be the best rookie quarterback this year? It's time for Fields or the Field. We're going to play a little game with you next after I tell you about DoorDash. DoorDash here with Summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year-round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. And stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is it the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real, man. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Sports Center right now. Jamal Adams signs an extension to become the NFL's highest-paid safety. Four-year extension with the Seahawks carries a max value of $72 million, a $20 million signing bonus, and $38 million guaranteed. His agents, Kevin Connor and Robert Brown of Universal Sports, told our own Adam Schefter, the extension will be added to the final year of Adams' rookie deal, so he's now under contract through the 2025 season. Seattle acquired Adams from the Jets last August in a deal that sent two first-round picks to New York. Here's Adams with Chris Berman on getting the deal done. Man, I'm, I'm just so fortunate uh, to be a part of such a you know, unique organization. Uh, great coaching staff, great fan base, uh, great teammates. Uh, you know, the next goal is to get to the championship and win it. That's our goal, man. To the NBA, Summer League completed with the Kings Crowned champions of the Summer League. They routed the Celtics 100-67. to Fittingly, it was Lewis King who finished with 21 points to help the Kings win Sacramento's first Summer League title since 2014. Key, do you raise a banner? No. All right, some more serious news in baseball. 
where ace pitcher Chris Bassett was taken to the hospital after a 100-mile-an-hour line drive struck him right in the head. It was a scary scene. The Oakland ace went right to the ground after being struck by the ball. It came off White Sox outfielder Brian Goodwin's bat. Clocked at 100.1 miles per hour. Bob Melvin, the coach of the A's, said Bassett is, quote, conscious. He was the entire time. Added that we don't think the eye is a problem at this point. Felt like it was below it. He got some cuts that needed some stitches. He's in a scan and we'll know more about potential fractures on Tuesday. Sports Center brought to you by Indeed is hiring becoming your second job. Quit the hassle and get on Indeed. You'll find great candidates fast with instant match. Just sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Justin, what was it like in your first game adjusting to the NFL speed? It was actually kind of slow to me, to be honest. Justin Fields moves into the end zone for the touchdown. This has been my dream, so I was ready to get out there. Having that game-like setting, the introduction to the NFL and the whole game, it was a great experience. Trey Lance rolled left through right, and good night, touchdown. And we continue with the ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. And on the Goodyear Hotline, we are joined by Field Yates. How's it going, Field? Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How we doing? Again, hopefully you guys are getting a little bit more sleep than I am. No, I'm just kidding. It actually <laughs> isn't that bad this year. But you guys do a radio show at 6 a.m. in the morning. You don't know what sleep is. Man, the team no one sleep, especially when it is fantasy football time. Again, to remind everybody to get the ESPN Fantasy app. It's the number one fantasy app in the world. Easy to sign up and play. You can go to ESPN.com forward slash FFL. Or, like I said, just get the app, put it on your phone. You can manage your team, manage your league, do everything right there on the phone so while we are getting ready for the fantasy football season field let's play a game and of course we're going to have a play on words with your name and it's actually going to be fitting with another player we're going to call it take the field and you know how this works right we give you a name or the field and you decide who you're going with on these different categories so let's begin fittingly field yates with justin fields justin fields will be the best rookie quarterback this season, do you take Justin Fields or the field field? So I think we're looking at this through the fantasy vein. And along those lines, I'm actually going to take the fields, the field, excuse me, <laughs> and go with Trey Lance specifically is who I have in mind. And the reason being that while Justin Fields has a lot of the similar skills that Trey Lance does, Trey Lance plays in an offense that we have seen produce maybe not quite superstars, but really solid quarterback play and really solid skill position player play, even when guys have been hurt. The 49ers under Kyle Shanahan just manufacture points. And as we saw during Trey Lance's best play in his first preseason game, it was an 80-yard touchdown that was a great throw, but he had a wide-open wide receiver who was schemed open by Kyle Shanahan. So give me the field, and I specifically have Trey Lance in mind. Yeah, you took the field. I'm going to take Justin Fields because much like you said about a high-octane offense in San Francisco, they schemed in a preseason game for Trey Lance to be successful on that particular play. Here we are with Justin Fields. 
Matt Nagy's been waiting to get his own quarterback to show off his passing game offense. And I think when you look at Justin Fields, this is what Chicago's been waiting for to put up points against the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, along with Detroit. So I'm taking Justin Fields. All right, and the only thing I'll add here is that, especially if we're talking fantasy field, you want a guy that's going to play. And we're not 100% sure, although I know there's indications that Trey Lance will play at some point or sometime with Jimmy G. We kind of have a feeling that Justin Fields might be the starting quarterback of the Bears, might even be from week one. So that's that one. Okay, so now that we got the game underway, we're playing Take the Field. Field Yates joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's go with this one. Najee Harris will be the best rookie running back. Do you take Najee Harris or the field? I'm taking Najee in this case, and not just because he was the first running back drafted, but the circumstances surrounding his draft pick. The Steelers, to a man, will tell you consistently that they had a massive issue of imbalance last year. They threw the football way too much. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers aren't afraid to sort of turn back the clock in a league where so many teams are throwing the football to set up the run or just throwing the football and throwing the football some more. It wouldn't surprise me if Najee Harris had 320 rushes this year and 45 or 50 catches, especially when you factor in the 17th game. I expect him to be one of the busiest running backs in the entire league, not just amongst rookies. So give me Najee Harris. I'm going to take Najee Harris to follow you, Field. I think when you look at it, much like you mentioned, both in the run game and the pass game, terrific pass catcher out of the backfield when he was at Alabama. And we all know how Pittsburgh likes to use their running backs in the passing game. So, that, for me, I'm taking him. Yeah, that might have been the easiest one of all of them. All right, we continue. <laughs> Take the field with Field Yates. How about this one as we discuss coaching? So not as much of a uh, fantasy question here. Matt Nagy will be the first coach on the hot seat this season. Do you take the Bears coach or do you take the field? Ooh, I'm going to go with the field only because if Justin Fields is really good for the Bears right away, then Matt Nagy may be in a different conversation, as in like early coach of the year favorite. <laughs> and there are some coaches around the NFL that I think, and it's always hard to forecast pressure a year out, but there are some coaches that I think we know are going to need a big season this year to feel really comfortable with their future going forward. Zach Taylor with the Bengals is one that comes to mind. Perhaps Mike McCarthy with the Cowboys, if they don't turn things around because they hired him because of his winning pedigree to win a lot of games in a hurry. So those would be a couple that come to mind, but I'm sure there are others. Zick Fangio in Denver, really good roster without a great quarterback. He will be another name that uh, maybe comes to mind. And all these men, by the way, could lead successful campaigns, uh, but I'm going to go with the field as opposed to Matt Nagy in this case. Yeah, I'm going to follow you up there, Yates. I'm going to go with the field as well. When you think about some of the coaches that's out there, can John Gruden somehow get the Raiders into the playoffs? And, he, and if he doesn't, Will Davis get mad and say, I'm sick and tired of this? What's going to happen to Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona? Mm -hmm. You mentioned Vic Fangio. You think about that. Uh, Joe Judge, what New York, you know, they go crazy when things don't happen the way that they what do you mean anticipate them, you know, uh, doing. <laughs> so I I'm going to take the field. All right. Well, speaking of New York, as we continue to take the field, Field Yates joining us here on the show. How about this one? Daniel Jones will have the best season among third-year quarterbacks. Do you take Daniel Jones or a very thin field? Yeah, I'm going to go with the field here because Kyler Murray is part of that field. And Kyler Murray, of course, is the same draft class. 
as Daniel Jones and, of course, the number one pick, the rookie of the year, a guy who showed some progress last year. It's not perfect yet from Kyler Murray, and there is a lot of pressure on Arizona as an organization this year, as he just alluded to. But Daniel Jones has a major, major work to do, specifically with turning the football over. We all know that. Uh, he has really good weapons around him, one Kenny Galladay and eventually Saquon Barkley and Kadarius Tony are healthy. But give me Kyler Murray, who's just been a much more dynamic player up to this point in this career and more consistent and helped his team win more than Daniel Jones has for the first two seasons of their career. I think I'm going to take the field because especially when we're talking about fantasy football here, Kyler Murray is going to put up big numbers mm-hmm. in that offense. And if he could just stay healthy, then Arizona may have an opportunity to sneak into the playoffs on his arm alone. They got a plethora of weapons at the wide receiver. We already know what Cliff Kingsbury wants to do. He wants to air it all over the place. And then when Kyler Murray pulls it down, he's good for, you know, six, 700 yards plus. Daniel Jones can run as well, and he's got a lot of weapons on that offense. So you wonder how those two will stack up. The other two, though, would be, you know, obviously Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke, other names to watch in that third year as well. All right, continuing with Take the Field. Field Yates joining us on the show. Dak Prescott will have the best season among guys returning from injury. Do you take Dak Prescott or the field? Yeah, my instinct is to take the field because, unfortunately, we had so many players get injured last year, right? I think Dak's going to have a great season, and I'm not concerned about the shoulder, at least on August 18th as we talk about it. But Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, uh, you know, I know Michael Thomas's return is a lot more uncertain in terms of the specific timeline. But sadly, in the NFL, we had Odell, another guy coming back off of the torn ACL, there are a lot of players that suffered significant injuries last year. So it's a numbers game here. And I do think Christian McCaffrey, who prior to last year had never missed a game in his high school, college, or pro career other than when he opted out of the bowl game during his final year at Stanford. Last year was the first time he's ever been banged up. And last season, it's not that the injuries weren't real, but the Panthers were going to be as conservative as needed because their season was really going nowhere last season. They didn't need Christian McCaffrey to rush back from an ankle sprain or a shoulder issue. He is their franchise, or at least was their franchise. If they have a quarterback that they can count on as Sam Darnold going forward, he could enter that conversation. But McCaffrey is their best player. They don't want to rush him back. I think this year he looks a lot like the 2018 and 2019 version of Christian McCaffrey, which in fantasy is the best player in the entire game. Yeah, I'm not going to take the field. I'm going to take Dak Prescott in this situation, Yates, because I think when you got a quarterback who touches the ball as much as he does, you only can put up big-time numbers. We know what they have at the receiver position. The running back spot is there, Ezekiel Elliott. And the Cowboys are actually trying to get into the playoffs and make a strong run. And the only way they're going to be able to do that is with the production of their $150-plus million quarterback in Dak Prescott. So when you look at these other guys, none of them touch the ball nowhere near as much as Dak Prescott. All right, staying with quarterbacks, one final Category in the take the field game we're playing right now. Field Yates joining us on the show. Matthew Stafford will be the best quarterback in the NFC West, a very challenging division. So do you take Matthew Stafford or do you take the field in that division? Field Yates? I'm taking the I'm taking the field here. This one's easy to me, right? Because Russell Wilson's a better player than Matthew Stafford already. And you could have excellent, excellent quarterback play from all three teams in that division besides the Los Angeles Rams. But Russell Wilson, 
Not only has he been excellent, but you can count on him. He's never missed a game in his NFL career, never come close to missing a game. Russell Wilson is built like steel, an incredible player in both fantasy and real life. Uh, The Seahawks, as we know, have been a consistent winner with Russell Wilson at quarterback. They've largely had a good roster. But Russell Wilson has also helped sort of be the, you know, the, the floating, you know, let's, let's the uh, rising tide floats all boats. Russell Wilson is the rising tide in Seattle. So uh, give me the field here, although I am excited to see Matthew Stafford playing with Sean McVay. Yeah, I'll take the field too, Yates, because when you mentioned Russell Wilson, one thing that Seattle loves to do is they, with DK Metcalf along with Lockett, they like to push the ball down the field. So that's going to get a lot of yardage there. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, that's a West Coast, a real true West Coast system, dink and dunk. They're not, they don't have anybody that they rely on on the vertical stretch game. So, I don't know what that looks like. And then we obviously, whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy G, we know that Kyle Shanahan, another team that likes to push the ball down the field. And then you talk about Arizona. We just talked about Kyler Murray and putting up big numbers there. So I think the field wins on this one. Yeah. All right. Well, that's let's take the field. That was a lot of fun, Field. I enjoyed that. I was really – Yeah, Field. Yeah, we're taking to go the back field, and field. Forth. We're taking a lay out. It was a lot of taking the field in this one, which I, I just think was the play off your name. But – so as we are talking about, of course, it's the fantasy uh, football marathon going on at ESPN. And I know, Field, you've been talking about a lot of fantasy football since last night, and you will continue for the rest of the day. Before I let you go, though, I, I, I want to ask you this. So the first non-running back you would take in a, fantasy, in a fantasy draft, what would it be? Who would it be? It would be Travis Kelsey because uh, – and while there are incredible wide receivers this year, Devontae Adams would be the probably the highest rated amongst – Fantasy wide receivers and Stephon Diggs and Tyreek Hill right there uh, in the same category. Uh, Travis Kelsey is unique relative to others in his position. He is the best tight end in fantasy, and it's really not close. So not only are you getting the best player in his position, but you're getting a significant edge. It's almost like if you have Travis Kelsey, your fantasy matchup starts with you leading your opponent six or seven or eight nothing right away, which can certainly be the difference between a potential championship season. And in fantasy, it's the, uh, the old Ricky Bobby phrase. If you're not first, you're last. No one cares about who finished fourth in the fantasy league. So Travis Kelsey is a league winner, league winning player. And he has been for each of the past five seasons. But the one thing we're wondering here about Kelsey is like, you know how Samson gets his strength from hair, right? Now he's clean shaven. I'm nervous. Do we, yeah. exa- I mean, can we trust him now? I, I don't know. And th- that is the only thing I'm, I'm having to do some, some research uh, I don't know how fast that beard grows back, um, but uh, if it requires me going to Kansas City and hand-delivering him some road game in the next week and a half, I will do so to ensure that that beard is back at full strength because it's a very, very fair point. It is my one concern about Travis Kelsey going into the year. If anybody will find an, an analytic on the fantasy impact of someone shaving, it would be you, Field. I know you would do the work. I'll take it. We appreciate <laughs> All it. Right. Good to talk to you, my man. This was fun. Thank you. All right, guys. Sounds good. Take care. All right. Field Yates on the Goodyear Hotline brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. What, um, let's go back on one of the things we talked about, though, Key, in, in these categories and take the field. You both took the field when it came to the first coach on the hot seat. We don't like to predict anyone getting fired. So to say first coach fired is one thing. There are seven new coaches this year. So clearly seven guys got so, fired. Let's, somebody's going to be fired. Yeah, like like one thing I guess we could say is that, right? You could predict for sure there's going to be somebody coaching this year is in his last year. Oh, yeah. Like every sure. year it happens. Guys. Teams make, right, it's usually yeah, a couple. Guys. So that's what we're trying to say is we know it's inevitable. Who are the guys that you would say 
uh, you know, would be at the top of that list. You both don't think it would be Nagy first, right? You would say that more likely it's going to be others. Yeah. And we have like the list again, you know, and, and Ma- names you know, that Nagy is names. under pressure though in Chicago. It's got to work out for him there, no yeah, doubt. There's names that's out there. Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff you've Kingsbury. said already that they've got to make sure this is a year they start to really prove that that's all going to work and it's going to lead to playoff appearances and eventually a championship with what they did there. Uh, Vic Fangio and you know Denver. I just you know what is it going to take? It depends on what their defense does. If their defense is lights out. And they're really good. Which with but him, not, usually it is. Yeah, and they're really good, but they're not like playoff contenders. Mm-hmm. But the defense is good. Then you can always point to the quarterback. Would Zach Taylor be really under pressure? In Cincinnati, yeah, they just been, got the quarterback. Was, you just got like you're just getting those young pieces together now. But were they really? Are they showing progress? Or is or is Zach Taylor a guy like, that's not head? showing progress? Mm-hmm. Now in Cincinnati, uh, historically will sit with a coach forever. Oh, yeah, we know that. And, and so you just don't know how the team is feeling about him at the as their head coach. How about two guys that are veteran guys and one guy that certainly has a lot of, uh, you'd think, insurance with a contract, John Gruden or Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy on hard knocks with the Cowboys right now and a lot of expectations for the Cowboys. And he's only in his, what, second year, right? Yeah, it, it just depends, I think, how bad the Raiders are. If they're like really bad, then then I think that that could be something. The noise, right? The Raider fan base yeah. starts to frustration turn with him on and become frustrated to the point where the noise gets loud, and then they finally just say, you know what? This we we made a mistake. Well, he's already making changes on his coaching staff, as we know, right? They had to upgrade that on the defensive coordinator side of things. But how? And I don't know about when you McCarthy. Have, no, no. You're not. Yeah, that's the other one. Is I, I don't know about Mike McCarthy. I, I don't know if, if I, I anticipate they're going to have a good year. Right. So you know, you know Dan he, Quinn is right there. So all they got to do is yeah, yeah, right. Hey, just slide him slide over. Him over. Did you, so, so you're not hearing anything. Normally, you you know, no, I don't. Pretty hear, good at hearing stuff where it sounds. I hear like they're satisfied. Like that. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Okay. So that, so that's that's one I wouldn't really put. I hear that the defense is 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 improving and they're. Balling in practice and doing their deal, and they can't wait for the regular season to start. So, all right, out of the names we brought, am I missing anyone? Do you think? I mean, is Sean McVay under fire? No, think, in LA? no, Sean McVay's good. Sean McVay so got he's a, still he's fine. A, oh yeah, he's still in the honeymoon uh, stages. How could he possibly still be in a honeymoon? Stage? He just went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Did you not? Did you ago. not see the Rams prior to Sean McVay? They were pretty. Yeah, I know. They were pretty, for how long? Pretty ordinary. For yeah. forever yeah, yeah. since the greatest show on turf. Yes, pretty forever much been ordinary. So, so I don't think in 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 Stan Kroenke is not an owner that is hands on. He's like he's got less need running the. Yep. You know, running the whole show, and 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 Kevin Dimoff is running around doing something, and so you know they kind of handling things for him. And I think Sean McVay is fine. Okay. Now, the pressure on Sean McVay is to get the quarterback to play well because that was supposedly one of the main things that was holding you back was Jared Goff. Well, at least yeah, supposedly that's yeah. what he felt and he wanted it done. So that's why I think people look all on him. How about guys that are early on? Uh, Joe Judge in New York with the Giants. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's having guys retire. He's having guys leave camp. Like. I don't really know what that is, though. Like, I don't know. I understand he came in and he wants to do it his way and stuff like that. Last year, he was trying to, when he first took the job, very he was Parcells trying to be, way about him, but he doesn't have the credibility 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was part. If people that? say that. Yeah. But some of the stuff he is doing is just sprints. weird to me. Well, Bill did that too, yeah. but it's just it's a little weird to me. I, I don't know if he's on the hot seat yet because I don't know if they're tolerating him knowing that. If that if the owners are like, okay, we we see what he's doing. They certainly played hard, you know. And, and they got and better wanna, as the year went on. Yeah, you want to weed out guys that don't fall in line yeah. in your program, and that's what he was doing. Um, Dave Gettleman's probably more on the hot seat than Joe Judge would be, right? The first guy to go wouldn't be the all head depends. Coach. All depends on what they look like. What if they come out there and they win four games, five games? Well, the way they played towards the end of last season, you would expect that they would be of a course, better team. But, Plus, they added but, some talent. Things could, you know, go a different way. Mm. Minnesota right. two years ago, Look. Minnesota two years ago gave extensions to Mike Zimmer. Yeah. And, and, we didn't and even look, mention Mike and Zimmer. Look, and look at where they're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a bit of a treadmill right now. Competitive, but maybe just not enough. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Nat Geo. Download the Overheard podcast for curiously delightful conversations overheard around National Geographic's headquarters. Presented by the City Advantage Platinum Select Card. The card built. For your next adventure. All right, so they tanked for Tua, but now will he make the leap in year two to live up to that hype? We'll discuss that coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and on Sirius XM, Channel 80.